0: What's up, everybody? Film Survivor Podcast happening right now. I'm your host, Tom Santilli, and I'm all fired up this week. We got two exit interviews coming up. There were two people that left the show. We're going to dive right into it, so I'm going to get all spoilery on you. So if you don't want to get spoiled, just take a break, put me on pause, come back to the podcast at a later time, but we're going to jump right in right now. Let's get to it. I can almost I'm losing my breath here because I'm I'm so fired up. Why am I fired up? Just there's a lot to get to. Uh, the first thing, a little bit of housekeeping. You might have noticed, uh, fans of my podcast and people who follow me might have noticed that I didn't have a podcast last week. Reason was uh, they did not. Uh, CBS ended up not giving me the interview. Uh, Jeremy Crawford got voted out last week, and I was all set up and ready to go for the interview. Uh, some scheduling things happened, and it just didn't happen and work out for me. So I had recorded part of the podcast, and but I, I had already talked about how I was going to be talking with him. So long story short, just decided not to do the podcast last week. So that's why we didn't have one last week. And it's too bad because it sounds like it was an explosive uh, press day. Uh, Jeremy came out, had all kinds of allegations about Angelina, uh, who he claims was in a showmance with John. Uh, from Slamtown, or wherever he's that fictional town is. And uh, yeah, he made all kinds of allegations, said that he was voted out because uh, he was on to their showmance, Angelina is married, so this is, of course, a big deal. He referenced other people on the tribe covering up uh, the relationship to protect Angela or Angelina. All kinds of crazy stuff. Would have been nice to talk to him, didn't get a chance anyway, so you can go look around online and find some of that if you're wanting to know. But uh, that was that Moving into this week though We had two people leave uh, First, you know, within a minute or two of the episode We got the news that B The MMA fighter uh, Anna David Was going to leave the game uh, This was kind of foreshadowed Last week in the episode When we saw her tweak her knee During the immunity challenge We then saw her back at the camp Kind of telling us that she has had a lingering Knee injury And that she tweaked it And uh, according to the survivor medical, this was just a, uh, you know, I'm not saying that to disregard it as not serious, but it was a sprained MCL in her knee, uh, which was not a game-threatening injury. They did not require her to be removed from the game, which is what people refer to as the medical evacuation. Now, there's been a lot of talk and a lot of deciphering, you know, between the, the, the differences between a medical evacuation and what is a quit Obviously, quit has more negative connotation to it, but probes made it pretty clear last night as she left the game. You know, she even said the word. You know, B is quitting the game. B has decided to quit the game. So this might be one of the more honorable quits that you might ever see. Uh, you know, she has to take care of herself. She's in the unique position that this is her livelihood. You know, uh, she's a fighter. If if you know if she can't fight, then she doesn't have a even a career to come back to out of the game I asked her some interesting questions uh on the podcast today again I'm gonna be speaking with both B and Natalia both of which by the way were you know left the game in unexpected ways uh one with uh, by quitting the other with uh, just a crazy tribal council it was entertaining to watch but just a stupid move right I mean does anybody out there understand or know what the hell Alec was doing or what he was thinking I sure don't we'll see if Natalia does she's had several several months to think about it and I wonder uh what she will say when I get a chance to ask her all about it so this episode dude I'm loving the season I mean I, I feel like there was like a lull after in, in, in episode two where I feel like I still was a little bit hung over and shocked how the first episode ended with Pat getting medically evacuated and it kind of sucked a lot of air out of the game and you had all the storming happening, so people weren't doing that much. But it was a good call by producers to give everybody tarps, give people some shelter, and that in turn, with the weather turning good for a couple quick days, uh, we've started to get some energy in this in this season. I love the cast. We just saw the tribe swap. I at first, you know, I was kind of bummed at how it seemed to flip, where each Tribe got the Goliath, Uh, you know. Goliath had the numbers, you know, three Goliath on each tribe to the two Davids of each tribe. And, uh, but to tell you the truth, that's exactly the theme of the season. The Davids are going to continuously be the underdog, they're going to continuously need to fight. And just as the story goes, uh, as we get into some Bible study here, you know the David's of David, of course, reigned victorious over over Goliath, who was much larger and stronger than him. And we saw it tonight. Somehow, really, this was more like Goliath hitting himself in the face with a slingshot, um, more than it was a David hitting him. You know, the, the Goliaths like just self-destructed with Alec uh, at, at the reins. But there they are. Suddenly, whatever they did, whether it was them putting the fear or trying to boost up Alex's ego and telling him that he needed to make a big move and needed to have a, a resume. They did everything they needed to do. Elizabeth did and Davey I'm talking about, and they're both in the game. They somehow made it through a 3-2 to two, uh, vote, and they're both in the game, and now they have Carl joining them. We know that Carl and Davey are really tight. There's no reason to think that uh, Elizabeth wouldn't be with them Elizabeth seems to have her relationship with Kara, uh, but it seems pretty obvious to me that Alec just pretty much voted himself out of the game. Just a, a move that I can't really justify. I don't understand. May, my wife mentioned maybe it was due to the fact that he you know, didn't like Natalia bossing him around, or it was like a man thing, you know, or he didn't like being told what to do. We saw that Natalia was getting paranoid. But in the end, she had every reason to be paranoid. She got voted out. So that's why she was paranoid. I always tell people that if if somebody's accusing you of of being a cheater, uh, they're not being <laughs> disloyal or being crazy. If you're actually cheating. <laughs> if they're picking up on something that's real, they're not being paranoid. they're actually being inquisitive and, and intuitive. So in this case, uh, I think Natalia's paranoia really you know was well warranted. And, uh, you know, it ends up being a vicious circle because then the more paranoid she gets, the more Alec might want to vote her out. And then, you know, it keeps going in that direction. But all in all, just uh, it was kind of crazy to see Natalia go so early. And I loved her little stomp out the way. You know, she, you know, death glaze, you know, glaze, I said death gaze back at, uh, you know, back at Alec. She was questioning them on the way out. She told them to shut up. She was kicking rocks. She threatened them (laughs) in her exit little interview. Just uh, she's a spitfire and a big personality, and it's really a shame. I could see her coming back and being more, you know, like uh, Kelly, you know, Wentworth kind of a character where, you know, her first go at it showed some really good signs, but she didn't really get to play the game, and so then they bring Kelly back to play. And uh, she really shows why she's a Survivor all-star. But there's something about Natalia that I really, really liked, And uh, wished I wish I would have seen more of her in the game. But that being said, yeah, we, the other thing, the big you know news that happened was uh, we have Exile Island back in the game, which was kind of a shock and a surprise. I hadn't heard anything about that in any of the, the pre-press le- leading into the season. So we have Exile Island. And on Exile Island, we see Carl come across a brand new Survivor twist, the Idle Nullifier. Which... On its surface, seems like a pretty cool thing. Uh, a lot have been talked about how they, you know, it's cool that they have to use it on a specific person as they vote. So it's not something that they can play after an idol has been played. If they did that, that would really be a too big of a power because it would basically cancel out an idol, you know, no matter what. This adds in a certain level of strategy to it. You you cast it in secret. You have to pick the right person. And uh, what a shock that's going to be if it ever gets used correctly. But it's just another power. If you look at it like that, you have Carl and Davy now who are together. Davy with an idol, Carl with the idol nullifier, and they are a tight duo on an alliance now that is in the majority. So look out for them and look out for those Davids as they get into the uh, closer and closer to the merge. So lots going on, but I'm digging the I'm digging the season. I'm liking the cast. I'm liking the twists. Looks like we have a lot of bad weather heading our way, uh, the next episode. But we'll get to that and more uh, at the tail end of this podcast. Let's get into the exit interviews. Uh, let's get into it. The first up, we're gonna speak with uh, B. Of course, B again was uh, I was about to say medically evacuated from the game, but she quit the game. Uh, Due to her knee injury, I spoke with her all about it, and here is my conversation with B. Again, be sure to follow me at Tom Santilli for all of my Survivor coverage as well as all of my movie reviews. I am a Rotten Tomatoes approved film critic. You can find me on RottenTomatoes.com, Tom Santilli. And you can also, again, just follow me on Twitter at Tom Santilli to get in tune and in touch with all of my movie coverage as we enter the awards season here. But uh with that being said, here's my interview with B. Hi Tom. Hey B, how's it going?
1: It's going all right considering. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I'm sure you've been asked this a lot, but I need to of course get all the basics out of the way. Uh kind of walk us through Uh, No pun intended. Uh, Walk us through um, some of the things that happened out there with your knee uh, from the time you injured it. Even before the game, I heard that it was kind of like a lingering injury. You know, just kind of walk us through kind of what happened all the way out uh, of the game.
1: Okay, so uh, yes, I had torn the exact same MCL about a month or two before, prior to the show. And so during the challenge, whipping around that pole, I think at some point I uh, hyperextended it, or uh, Dr. Joe said I sprained it. So after the challenge, we got the medical team to look at it, and he said that it was sprained, it's inflamed, but it is not a tear, so he wasn't medically evacuating me. We wrapped it up, went back to camp, and, and I spent the rest of the day making the decision, trying go over and over in my head like how how bad it was what risk i was taking and how much i wanted to stay and so i thought uh i'll just wait till overnight and see how the the knee is in the morning and i woke up it was inflamed it was huge it was painful and so i made the decision that morning
0: now obviously you know you were in a unique situation because you are a fighter uh, and uh you know this is your livelihood that was on the line here uh, were, were there any other factors that were playing into this like uh, for example how early it was in the game like had this have happened on day 34 do you think you might have made a different decision to, to try to get through or was it just that uh, that big of a risk that you just couldn't under any circumstances move
1: forward that's a really good question <laughs> um, I, no day that's the first time I've been asked that it's a really good question good. no, no awesome. day at, at no point <laughs> At no point would have made a difference because uh, the thing that is hard to explain is once you sprained or, or once it's unstable, especially with the conditions at camp, not just the challenges, but even walking up the hills, walking in sand, uh, being transported here and there, you can tear it any second. So whether it be the two days before the end, um, two weeks, or when it happened early on, it was still the same exact list, and I would have made the same decision.
0: Okay. Uh, you know, now Jeff made a very clear distinction last night, and there's been a lot of talk about this today, you know, about the distinction between a medical evacuation and and a quit. And uh, Jeff mm-hmm. made it clear on the show last night that you were quitting the game and that this wasn't like mm-hmm. a so-called medical evacuation. How do you feel about right. that categorization of this um and having kind of that negative um, moniker on you,
1: I feel like it's tough because I can't fault Jeff because technically it is what it is, but also, I feel like I was forced out of the game due to my injury. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it was an impossible situation for me um, so I hate that I hate that I hate that saying that I quit I hate. Mm-hmm. That it's it's categorized that way, but in in my heart and in my mind, I know what it was. And people that know me and my career, and all my fans know that I was forced out of that competition. Sure. Through, due to injury, um, technically it wasn't torn, but I couldn't take that risk.
0: And what's the status of your knee afterward? Did it were you able to heal it and, and get it back to full strength, or is it is it still uh, an issue? Hello? Yeah, hello? Yeah, um, yeah I'm sorry.
1: So, yeah. so right after the game, I went back to Ponderosa and I couldn't walk for a couple of days and we did a lot of therapy on it and it got better. Um, it has not been 100% since and on the island it wasn't 100% ever since I tore it the first time, hence why the exact same MCL was sprained, you know, in that, in that challenge. Um, it's still not 100%. I'm still trying to strengthen it, but it is a lot better now. I'm, I'm training, and I'm running, and, and it's walking fine, and it's a lot better now, but not yet 100%.
0: You know, most athletes, too, don't know how to not give 100% in, in all situations. So, you know, having especially like a lingering injury is very frustrating because you wanna you don't wanna go into something not giving it your all or, or kind of favoring, you know, your your other leg or something like that. how knowing that you had a history and with... I did, yeah. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, and, and emotionally also I was a workhorse on the camp, you know? I I was proud of that. I was proud of, of being able to do all those individual head ons with um with Alec and I I did a lot around camp and God, emotionally it was Terrible to be injured and just sit there for the rest of the day. That I had my leg up, I felt useless, and I don't like the feeling of being useless to my tribe and my family. I would have stayed if I felt like I could have managed, but um, I really think it was—it was very close to tearing, and I just couldn't take that risk. But on top of that, I was very stressed out that I was, you know, injured and out and not being able to do what I know I can do.
0: Being that you heard it during a challenge, though, where, where you're giving it your 100%, did you look back on it in any way and think, like, you know, oh man, I really pushed it in that situation, or I should have been looking, like, did you have any regrets as to how um, hard you might have been pushing yourself with the knee? No,
1: never, never. I, I will always push myself 100% if I'm healthy. Because it's just how I am, and I was just happy to be able to do it for my team. Um, I was just, I'm happy. I'm happy with all of it. I don't regret going all out. I don't regret doing that one challenge alone where, where I injured my knee. Um, I don't regret putting my all into it at all. Sure. and I, I what don't, we're out for.
0: Yeah, and I don't blame you at all, and I actually agree with you and feel like, I mean, you know your body more than anybody, and, and you have to do what you have to do for yourself, you know, and – I totally respect you for that, but I did want to ask you like a couple questions, just of the things I've kind of been hearing, you know, people talk about. I wanted you to maybe address uh, for people your your response. The, the one thing is, some people have said like, you know, well, why didn't she, you know, uh, just wait until the next tribal council and then have her her tribe vote her out, you know, knowing that, you know, that way you would at least go out with the vote as opposed to, you know, having having to leave the game on your own. Um, what's your response to that?
1: I'm not concerned with my looking good. I wouldn't have stayed behind and faked a vote out just to look good and not look like a quitter. I That did not cross my mind at all. I wasn't even thinking about my image when I made this decision. All I was thinking about was how my knee was going to be for the rest of my career, how, how my teammates were going to be without me. Those were my thought process. I never once thought about manipulating any staying behind and manipulating a vote to make myself look better I uh, I didn't think about that at all
0: who were you um, who do you think your exit um, obviously other than yourself who do you think your exit really most affected game wise you know who do you think that um, you know you being an ally of, of other people on your tribe perhaps uh, who do you think that uh, that affected the most
1: I think that my exit affected Carl the most, one, because he went to Exile Island, and two, we were very close, but I'm just happy that he had Daisy, and after watching last night's episode, and realizing that they're going to be back together, I'm so excited for those two folks to show (laughs) the world how smart and funny they are, they are crazy, (laughs) and uh, I'm excited to see them, I'm happy they're together, I felt really bad that Carl went to Exile Island, but I was so happy, he got that nullifier. I'm so happy that he's with Davy. And I know you guys caught that little wink Davy <laughs> gave Carl at the end.
0: Yep.
1: <laughs> I'm so excited for them.
0: You know, with your time in the game, uh, who did you see as the biggest threat on your own tribe? Uh, who who, who was somebody that you were worried about?
1: At the time, I was worried about Gabby. But looking back, watching the show, now I realize Nick is a strong player. Mm. Nick is a good one. Nick is a good one. I didn't see at the time, which I should have, but I saw Gabby was really strong because Gabby was really well-liked by everyone, and um, she was very good at playing the unassuming role, but um, now I feel like I underestimated Nick, and Nick is a crazy good player, and I'm excited to see how he plays the rest of the game.
0: You know, a lot of people, too, uh, it's one thing to play Survivor. It's a whole other experience to watch it unfold on television. Do you feel you were happy with how you were depicted in in the four episodes that you appeared?
1: I feel like my um, I feel like my personality was depicted well. I feel like um, they didn't get enough of me laughing, though. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a lot more lighthearted and goofy than people think. Okay. Um, but uh, but besides that, I they I I think that um, when it comes to reality TV, especially. Survivor, it's such a real game and such an authentic game and I feel like anything that you see, we did, you know it, it, they, you might have missed out on me spearfishing, which I'm upset about because I was pretty impressed with yeah. myself but uh, I think that everything that you see, we did, I said those things and and, and, and I acted that way and, and um, this is me this is me guys, it's a reality TV show this is me and I was happy with it just,
0: yeah well hey B it was really awesome to talk to you. I'm, I'm really sorry to have you, uh, have you left the show the way you did uh, but I'm glad to hear that you're doing better and I wish you the best of luck and uh, best of wishes to you.
1: Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. All that's right great.
0: thanks a lot. So there you go. I love it by the way when uh, whenever I'm interviewing people and they tell me, oh that's a good question. I, I always like stare at myself in the in this monitor as I reflect back on myself I give myself a little little smile. Because I'm like, yeah, it was a pretty good question, I'll admit. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, it, it's really hard to, I'm sure, you know, when they they go through rounds of press, uh, you know, they probably go through 100 interviews, you know, and they're asked, especially with an injury, they're probably she's retelling and re saying the same things over and over again. Uh, for me to get a curveball in there, uh, I felt pretty good about that. So uh, that's cool. But that was my interview there. We're not done. We have another exit interview uh, coming up. Here's Natalia. And uh, here is my interview with Natalia right now. Natalia, how you doing?
2: I'm good, Tom. How are you?
0: I'm pretty good. Uh, What the heck happened?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you tell me. I don't even know. That was crazy.
0: Was this like, okay, so pretty much everybody, nobody understands what Alec could have been thinking. Was this just a pure and simple, just a stupid move?
2: To be honest, I think so. I, I really do think so.
0: Okay, so what, in what scenario did, did you, I mean, everybody has a fear, obviously, every time anybody goes to tribal council, you have a fear that, you know, you, you know in the back of your mind that things might not go your way. But in, the, in your wildest imagination, did you think that you would be put in that position there?
2: I, I really did have a feeling at the camp, like at our tribe, um, before we had to tri- headed to tribal council. That whole day, I just felt something was off. And it was like my intuition telling me that he's not being truthful with me. He's not giving me eye contact, so he must not be telling me the truth. I, I, I definitely felt it early on, and I think that's where my paranoia starts coming in. Mm. But going into tribal council, I was like, keep it cool, just trust them. And clearly, I should not have.
1: So
0: and you that's, said, that's what you said. Yeah, you said trust them. So do you feel like Kara was in on it, even watching it back?
2: No, I, I really don't think that she was in on it, um, but at the time, I, I really did think that maybe she was faking it, and she just, she just was pretending like she didn't know, but honestly, I, I do believe she really, she really had no clue. But that, that's kind of what made me upset in the moment because I felt like I could have changed the vote at Tribal Council, mm. but she still was not willing to believe that Alec was going to get me out. She just had so much faith that he was telling the truth, and I think she was scared to make a move that fast before the vote. And without her confirmation that I had her trust that he was going to vote me out, I couldn't make a big move at that time.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. So, when, so you just said earlier, too, that you think that um, it was kind of depicted last night that Alec uh, kind of in the moment kind of made this gut feeling or you know this gut decision. You feel like it started much earlier than you kind of feel like Alec knew what he was doing going into tribal?
2: I think that Alec had it set in motion. I think he he definitely had plan A and plan B, and that was plan B. And I think that when you start to see a lot of my paranoia come out and a lot of my bossiness and dominance come out because <laughs> of my paranoia, sure. it was like... Furthering my vote against me. Got it. So at Tribal Council, he was like, let me make a big move and vote Natalia out. And so that's what we see.
0: But from every stretch of the imagination, especially with the added angle of Carl, you know, a David coming back into the game, into the spot that of the voted out person. This just seems like a complete boneheaded move. I mean, you've had probably several months to like, you know, work this over from every angle. Is there anything that you've come up with as to a reason why you think Alec might have justified himself in doing this move?
2: I really, I really think that he thought he was making a a solid move in survivor history, and he wanted to look like, you know, he was, (laughs) Making, making the moves for our tribe because Natalie was being too bossy and he didn't want me to be in control. Like, I really do think it was something like that going on in his head, maybe in the back of his mind. Um, but maybe he wanted, you know, he wanted Davy out and I didn't want Davy out because Elizabeth was saying my name around camp. And you would think, you would think <laughs> that if Alec had me in his side, like me by his side, he would understand that Elizabeth shouldn't be saying my name. You yep. know what I mean? Right. But I still, he still wanted Davy gone, and he could not give me a real reason why Davy should be voted out and not Elizabeth. It didn't make sense to me at the time why he would still want Davy gone. It's like, okay, you want this other person who we have no idea who she is. She's saying she wants me gone, and you want me to vote with her against Davy? Like, I'm not doing that. No.
0: <laughs> wow. So when you're. When you're watching this back on television, I mean, uh, how? what are you looking for? Are you looking, like, as you're watching the show unfold, are you looking for signs as to, you know, give you some more insight? And did you come up with any more insight as far as how the game was... What was happening around you, things that you didn't notice, maybe dynamics that you didn't notice? Uh, what kind of things did you pick up from watching the show?
2: Everything I knew. I, I noticed a lot of that stuff at Tribe. I mean, at the Tribe. What I didn't really realize is, is honestly how how aggressive I was when I told them to go back to sleep. So that moment was right before tribal council and they were sleeping Mm -hmm. and I was still unsure of the vote. Like I said, I was very just unsure of what everyone was doing because I just didn't believe that everyone was being truthful. So I woke them up. And waking them up kind of really set them off. Like, you could see in their faces they were just annoyed at me mm. because they were sleeping. But in my mind, I'm like, this is Survivor, and we're about to go to tribal council. <laughs> Why in the world are you sleeping right now? Like, I looked like the crazy one, but I was like, I am not crazy. I am not crazy.
0: <laughs> always so, always something like... that the crazy person should you know, probably not not say, right? You know, Whoever says, I am not crazy, usually.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Yeah, maybe I'm the crazy one, right? But... Um, uh- In my mind, I was like, I literally was like, oh my God, this is not real. So I woke them up. I was like, guys, can we just confirm the vote? And they're looking at me like I'm a psycho, which (laughs) I totally get. I get that completely. And um, in that moment, I I could see it. I could see it on their faces that they were not happy. So I'm like, okay, just go back to sleep. And that's why I was so really forceful with that because I was just annoyed at myself and at them. I was annoyed at the whole situation and so i'm like just telling them just go back to sleep because it's like i i just couldn't control my emotions and i turned to aggression Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean i'm I'm trying to be mean it's just my aggression is a form of like me expressing my my like my doubts or like how i'm feeling and it's nothing personal but alex took it personal i think he really took it personal
0: you know, we saw that the Goliath tribe, as the as the tribe swap happened, and we saw the division. We saw that the Goliaths stayed in the majority on all three tribes, which, on its surface, looks really good. Is there any other two, though, if you could have chose which other Goliaths you would have been on the tribe with? Um, like, did this shakeout of the who who was on which tribe obviously didn't benefit you in the end? But um, is there were you feeling confident at the time when you saw it was Alec and Kara, or were you would you have wished it was two other people?
2: i really felt confident i felt like oh my god i've been working with alec for quite a while we hadn't talked about game at all he did not want to talk to me about strategy but i thought okay this solidifies that we have to work together he is totally going to finally open up to me about the game so that was like a person that i was really trying to work and to finally have him on my tribe alone i was like all right, this is solid, we're gonna make this work finally. So, man, I was wrong in that. So that, I wish that was not him in the end. And then Kara, I was so happy to have Kara because I knew I completely had her trust. Like, I really did have Kara's trust. But I will say, maybe it would've been better to like have someone different if, if, so one of the two. So if Alex stayed, switch out Kara, maybe because Kara didn't see that Alex wanted to be gone. And I was very vocal about it even before Tribal Council with Kara. I told her, I said, something is off with Alec, and I just feel like he does not want me here. And I was talking to her something along those lines, and she just was like, no, no, trust us. Like, Alec is on board. Don't have these doubts. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I feel like, why wasn't she picking up on it like I was picking up on it? And even at Tribal Council, she was not picking up on it. And that, to me, is, like, kind of frustrating because if my closest ally can't see what I'm seeing... It, yeah. it, it was it was very frustrating in that moment too because I didn't even have her to trust me.
0: Got it. Um, I want to ask you a question too. Go, going back to last week, you know, when, when uh, Jeremy comes out of the game, he had a lot of like massive allegations towards Angelina. Any anything that you could add to what he was saying uh, in his in his uh, exit stuff last week?
2: Honestly, I have no comments on anything related to you know what he wrote between him and Angelina or Angelina and the the Pride members. I will say that the reason I voted Jeremy out last week is because Angelina was in my alliance, and although I did not agree with the decision, you see it. I say that I want Natalie out. Um, I was very clear with Angelina my decision on not agreeing with her, but. I spoke with Angelina after, and I let her know that you know, going forward in this game, she has to know she could trust me, and I'm always going to be honest with her when I don't agree with her, but I will still vote with her if she needs me to vote with her, and that's what I did.
0: Got it. Um, There, as we go back to Tribal Council too, you know, there all the whispering that was happening. At one point, Alec did come over and whisper something to you. What was what was said there?
2: I think that Kara whispered to me. So Alec whispered to. Elizabeth then Alec whispered to Kara and that even annoyed me even more because I was like if you should be confirming anything to anyone it shouldn't be Kara it should be me so then I got more annoyed and then Kara whispered to me what Alec had told her and I'm like is are we in kindergarten right now like what (laughs) is this come on like in my mind I'm like tell me what you're thinking let's be open about it this is tribal council the audience wants to know what's going on if you're going to vote me out say you're going to vote me out you you could have manipulated and did all your skiing before tribal council at that point you know what i mean yeah. like i just thought it was a cop-out like let me whisper and make things make this all fishy scene like it, it it just didn't make sense to me
0: you had one of the most epic uh exits too ever that was that was amazing <laughs> watching um <laughs> you were looking back giving such a, a cold gaze back to them that you couldn't put your torch in to where it gets snuffed and then you were, you know kicking rocks on the way out um I yeah, thought that was pretty yeah. awesome. Has did any of that anger come back in rewatching it? Do you still feel the, these ways towards Alec?
2: Honestly, I will always be bitter about that decision. I don't mm-hmm. think I will ever get over it. I I really just don't get it. I think that if it was later in the game and there was a real reason to vote me out, like I totally would understand, but it was just so early on. He knew he had me. Like I told him many times I was going to work with him. And at that point, it's like, how can you not trust that I'm being honest? Like, I was anything—I was only honest with everybody. I could not hide my emotions. Like, so for me to continuously confirm that I was working with him and for him to just want me out, that's a loss and a number. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And now he's going to have to take the risk with Carl and Davey and Elizabeth, who he barely knows. So that's up to him. You know, I don't agree with it. And that was his decision. And, you know, the look on his face said that he liked it. So that's, that is what it is
0: had Alec not made that decision right there and he sticks together and you guys vote out Elizabeth and you guys go back to tribal council, you had said earlier that you didn't really want Davy to go. Would you, would you have just voted out Davy next though? Or do you think you were also, you know, going to make some kind of move if
2: needed? Honestly, I really liked Davy, and I liked that he was very like open with us on wanting Elizabeth out. And something about Davy was very genuine and I didn't get that with Elizabeth. Like Elizabeth, it was very forceful to be honest with you, I don't know what would have happened. And I, you know, we also have to look at Alec's point of view and maybe this is why he wanted Davey out. And that's because you have Davey and Carl who are very close because Davey made it very clear to us. He was close with Carl. You had me and Kara who are very close. And then now all of a sudden Alec is on the out. So I think Alec was thinking, what if we go home next week and I'm the one that's on those chopping blocks? So that's the only way I can see why he would want Elizabeth out. Um, but at the end of the day, we would have made it work. We would have. Ne- we wouldn't have gotten Alec out. But then again, Davy had an idol. Uh, Carl had that like idol nullifier. Mm-hmm. God knows what happened. I mean, the game is so unpredictable.
0: Well, Natalia uh, I was really upset to see you go last night you were one of the people I wanted to kind of watch play the game more hopefully one day that might happen I think a lot of people one day. yeah a lot of people are uh, that I in my, in my circle of people all really liked you and thought you were awesome and were really pissed last night so <laughs> uh, best of <laughs> luck to you I'm sorry that that happened to you but uh, best of luck to you moving forward.
2: Thank you so much. That really does mean a lot. And I'm I'm just happy that it, it was good at TV. It was entertaining. I'm, I'm happy with it. So it was fun. It was a fun episode.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, don't kick anything on the way out, but we'll, uh, we'll talk to you soon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. Thank you.
0: All right. Thanks. Natalia gone too soon. There was my interview with her. Those are both of my exit interviews for this week. So even though I didn't get to talk to Jeremy last week, I brought you two this week. So I guess I'm even. Uh... Anyways, we are done with this episode. We are now already on our way towards episode five. Are you kidding me? We are just flying through the season. means it must be getting uh, cold where I live in Michigan, and it is. But uh, we are, uh, yeah, next week I'll be back again. Another podcast, assuming that CBS comes through on their end, <laughs> which uh, I hope they do. But we'll have another interview. It looks like the weather is going to turn. It looks like Natalie Napalm is still up and at it. And uh, what I didn't talk about earlier in the podcast is is my, my favorite part of the whole show right now is Gabby and Christian and this like nerdmance, I keep calling it, just this glorious showmance. Uh, it's one of the most satisfying showmances I think I've ever seen in any reality show. And it's only been like four episodes. They're just so damn cute together. It's like amazing to me. Gabby, very sweet and caring. Uh, Christian is there. He's like wiping her tears last night. You know, I started getting allergies a little bit and uh, just touching stuff between these two. I And I was so pumped that they are still on the same tribe. I feel like they need each other. I'm curious to where their storyline goes this season and what their storyline ends up being. But, uh, wow, do I like watching the both of them. But we're, we are done with uh, Survivor moving into next week. So check out the podcast next week for some more. Seguing into some movie stuff, though, I want to let everybody know again that we are... Uh, I'm an executive producer on a show called Movie Show Plus. It's a lot of fun. It's a half-hour TV show that airs here in the Detroit area on TV20 every Sunday at 10:30 a.m. It's called Movie Show Plus. It's all about movies. We have interviews with celebrities. Uh, We have movie reviews with myself. Again, I'm a Rotten Tomatoes approved critic, and I bring you all of the latest movie reviews. We have special segments. We have a new segment called Theater Butter, which is aimed more like at young people hosted by a young person, and it talks all about movies and stuff that's relevant to them. And uh, there's all kinds of stuff. There's new trailers and new, you know, just everything movies. So if you love movies, uh, you're really going to like the show. And uh, I'm telling people to check it out because it's available online. You don't have to live in Detroit to see it. It's on MovieshowPlus.com. We also have a YouTube channel. So look up Movie Show Plus, go check it out, and uh, help support the show. It's some cool things. This weekend we got Halloween coming out, and uh, a couple others, The Oath, starring uh, Tiffany Haddish and Ike Barinholtz. There's also a couple cool documentaries coming out, one called Free Solo, about this guy who uh, climbs uh, amazingly huge mountains uh, without a rope. It's pretty amazing. And also a documentary called Tea with the Dames, which... uh, is what it sounds like Judy Dench Maggie Smith Eileen uh, Atkins and Joan Plowright uh, all four famous uh, legendary you know actors of the screen and, and uh, stage and uh, it's really a pretty good documentary it's on Amazon Prime we're going to be talking about all of those films and more uh, next week we will be talking about Hunter Killer which is the new Gerard Butler film but anyway uh, do all that check all that out Thank you very much. I so appreciate you guys listening to Film Survivor and uh, listening to this podcast, reading all of my stuff at realityt.com. That's where you can find my written recap. Uh, and again, all of my movie reviews you can find as well just by following me at Tom Santilli or going to Rotten Tomatoes. I now have a page on Rotten Tomatoes. You can search the critics list there. My name is Tom Santilli. Go to there and you can find all of my movie reviews and uh, let me know what you think there. Put some comments, too, into the uh, Reality Tee uh, articles. I love reading them. I read every single one of them, even if I don't respond. And uh, we've had some pretty good feedback this year. So make sure that you're uh, giving me your thoughts on everything that's happening on Survivor. I love the interaction. And uh, we might be doing some contests here as we come up, to where you know, might give away a buff or do something cool. So keep reading. Keep listening. I appreciate all of your support. Patreon.com forward slash film survivor you can also donate and help keep this podcast alive as little as one dollar a month check that out as well i'm done for this week everybody have a great weekend we will see you next time on the film survivor podcast i'm tom santilli so long